Welcome to another podcast in this series of the Lockdown Legacy, The Community Speaks, a podcast overseen by Stepping Stone Theatre for Mental Health. We talk to real people with real lives about their real stories of what they've been going through during the lockdowns caused by the pandemic and COVID-19. We talk to people in and around the Gainsborough, West Lindsay and Lincolnshire areas about how it's affected their mental, physical well-being during these times of lockdown. This is the Lockdown Legacy, The Community Speaks. Today, James's story. Welcome to another podcast in the series of the Lockdown Legacy, The Community Speaks, a podcast overseen by Stepping Stone Theatre for Mental Health, in which we talk to real people about their real lives, and they share with us real stories of what they've been going through during the compulsory lockdowns caused by the pandemic and COVID-19. And today's guest on the podcast, he's been keen to do it for several days, and here he is now, James, good afternoon, good morning, and good evening, wherever you are in the world. Good morning, Bill. How are you today? I'm good, thank you very much. <clears throat> okay, so the lockdown legacy and, you know, its consequences. What has the lockdown done to you, my friend? Well, I guess starting from the start, at first it really had no impact on me. I was just, I still got on with my with my life and my tasks that I had had to get on with. But as uh, as time went on, opportunities became less and less Mm. and I started giving up on trying to do something um, meaningful Mm -hmm. so I I turned to hobbies tried to learn some languages and started reading and building my knowledge on stuff Um, I managed to get a a short-time placement at Costa Coffee for for a short period of time before another lockdown happened. Mm-hmm. That was a valuable learning experience. Um, wasn't quite for me though, but I did enjoy my time time there. Mm-hmm. Would and, you? Oh, go on. Sorry, go on. And um, if it wasn't for Costa Coffee. Um, I wouldn't have met some absolutely wonderful people mm-hmm. who I served there who offered me a placement in volunteering oh, fantastic. For, for eudaimonia. So I, I gave it some thought. And uh, when restrictions went back up and Costa, Costa had to close again, I, um, I took them up on the offer. I was going to do one day a week, every Wednesday, serve food to people, cook foods, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And um, I really enjoyed it. And that, that went up to three days a week, sometimes four, sometimes five. Wow. I've, I've really enjoyed it so far. There's a lot of detail I could dive into, but I'm not quite certain on your format. 
I was basically what I wanted to find out is how you survived the lockdowns. You said you were busy uh, getting placements here and working in coffee shops and and doing this and doing that, trying to keep busy. But did the enforced lockdowns make you want to keep busy, or basically were you wanting to do something to get out of the lockdowns? That's what I'm trying to find out, how how it affected your your mood, how it affected your mental health, how it affected your physical health. What did it do to you? Okay. At first, um, I, was like, I was thinking, finally, a little break from, from all these little odd jobs, all these volunteering roles. I can sit down, catch up on some stuff that I want to catch up on. It'll be, it'll be fun. This will all blow over and six months or so, mm. naive mm. as I was. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been doing my little tasks, but then it's just got repetitive, boring. I've gone a little bit bonkers by doing, by doing the same thing over and over again. Yeah. Um, but these volunteering roles have given me a purpose. I feel like I've got a, a new purpose, something to aim for, mm-hmm. something to always improve at. Um, since um, joining the the teams at Bread and Roses, um, I've my confidence skyrocketed. My self worth went through the roof. I felt absolutely amazing. Um, made some wonderful friends along the way. Some romantic interests. Oh, hello. Oh no, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Um, oh, yeah. It was good while it lasted. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, it led to heartbreaks um, by not being able to go out and talk to people. Ah, of course, um, of course. I haven't been able to... It's just been bubbling up inside. Mm. And um, it's never good to... Well, I guess it's not... Saying it's never good... Um, it wasn't the best idea to have a romantic interest with a colleague, but it was a um, a very special time. Good. Now, when you say you've been volunteering all over the place and, and your confidence went up, <clears throat> since a lot of, and you had a romantic interest, which is very, that's the first one I've heard on the podcast that I've been doing, that someone's had a romantic interest during the lockdown, so there's some positivity come from there. Uh, yeah, we we we've been through three, maybe four, enforced lockdowns, and you've talked about doing your bits and pieces. How has it really affected you when you say you wanted to go out and meet people but can't? Um, I I don't know environmentally how you are in your house, but um, how's that affected you personally, James? Not being able to meet people. Mm. Okay. Honestly, before I thought I hated people. Right. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. People used to drain me quite a lot, but now I'm starting to realise this. This might just be because after the whole being on stage um, and getting self worth and self confidence. Because you, w- you were. People seem to feel me. Yeah, you were, prior to the lockdown, you were a very active member of Stepping Stone Theatre and 
I saw your 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 light uh, begin to shine brighter as you went through that, and also you were doing other activities as well, and then all of a sudden they stopped. Yeah, that must have been a real kind of body blow for you and and your confidence. Oh yeah, yeah. Me and a friend had had loads of plans for uh, last year. We'll go start some sort of um, martial arts, go to the gym, really work on our fitness together. Mm-hmm. I remember that. And um, yeah, and we was going to um, do this other volunteering thing together, but um, that all got blown out the water, water, mm. unfortunately. Because, as we know, gyms got closed, pools got closed, meeting mm. in groups got closed, etc., etc. Are you uh, having any professional help for your physical, mental, uh, and other well-being challenges at the moment, James? Um, I've got a life coach. Ah. She, she, she's amazing. She's really good. So she goes through stuff like uh, work, relationships like friendships romantic professional stuff like that so a live coach how what does that mean do you sit down and have a chat and then she gives you advice and offerings <clears throat> yeah yeah pretty much so we do it over zoom right sometimes sometimes it's just vocal sometimes it's visual and uh, she'll ask me how, how my week's gone. I go, yeah, it's gone pretty good. I've had this opportunity, this opportunity. This one didn't work out so well. Um, there's been conflicts here. There's been resolutions here. And she'll go, fantastic. How did you handle them? And I'll tell her how I handled all these situations. Some, sometimes I go, I could have done this a lot better. This, I couldn't have done much more. And this, I really didn't want to do. But I did anyway. Brilliant. So you kind of been keeping motivated by having online Zoom meetings with a live coach. That's fantastic. Mm. One thing that I do like to ask uh, when I'm talking on the podcast to people who have, you know, been in situations and are in situations like yourself, if you were to offer any hints or tips to any of the listeners of our podcast of the Lockdown Legacy about what they might be going through, what would what would James's hints and tips be to survive or get through this? So, what I what what um really helped me, in my opinion, is I bought a book called uh, Leadership Tactics and Strategies Field Manual, and it, and it talks about egos, how to be a part of a team, how to subordinate yourself and how to have influence within a team without taking control. Wow. And and that shows me that to be an effective leader, I have to be an effective follower. Right. So um, there's no... so had to subordinate my ego, had to, and that really helped with embarrassment, self-worth, confidence in general. And that, that's the thing I really needed to hear 
because I didn't realize how much my ego was getting in the way of me. It was preventing me from being me. Mm-hmm. And when I was me, smiling, helping people, doing stuff that didn't, where I didn't want to have any payment for, like, I wasn't expecting a thank you, wasn't expecting payment of money or items, nothing. I, I didn't, I had no expectations. I just mm-hmm. helped people and it made me feel good. I, I was, so working on the market, people, people used to come and they'll be having bad days and I wouldn't really say anything. I was nervous at this point. Yeah. But as time went on, the manager started saying, so some people come here and they, they're really struggling. They could use someone to talk to. So we tried to talk to people. And I thought, okay, not the biggest fan of talking to people. But once I started communicating with people and getting them to open up, I realized, hey, I'm not too bad at this. I'm getting people to talk about their feelings, that, that, that they feel able to feel vulnerable. And I think that's very important. The mm-hmm. ability to be comfortable enough to be vulnerable. And they, they always went away smiling. They came to their own conclusions. I, I just asked them simple questions like, why did you feel that way? Or how, how, how did this happen? Et cetera, et cetera. And they would, they would work out of themselves. It was amazing. And it also, by the sounds of it, made you feel worthy as well. It did. That was a huge confidence boost. So the, the people never said it to my face. But when I wasn't available, I was working, volunteering elsewhere, then people would come back and go, hey, where's, where's James? Mm. He, he was very, he listened to me and it was very nice. And... Um, staff would repeat that back to me and I'll go, oh, wow, I didn't realise how much of an impact I was having just by smiling, asking a few basic questions about how people were doing. So I'll reiterate the question, what would your hint and tip be then to anyone else who, what, that, that what you told me is amazing that you, you talk to other people and it really helped your self-esteem mm. which is brilliant. What would you say to someone who might be contemplating doing what you did, volunteering, moving forward to try and help their own confidence. What would you say to them, James? Go for it. You'll be surprised at what opportunities will open up Brilliant. by volunteering. Brilliant. Go for it and open up new volunteering opportunities. Well, just opportunities. Yeah. Opportunities. Yeah. And great for your confidence by the sound of it. You sound brilliant. Incredible. Mate. Yeah. One thing, uh, as we come to the close of the podcast, and I always ask people this, because um, it is a podcast about our area, and it is a podcast where people reveal a lot of themselves in a very short time. And I, hand on heart, today say thank you very much for your openness and honesty regarding your journey of the lockdowns, James. But if someone said to you... Um, I've heard that Bill's doing these podcasts for Stepping Stone Theatre about what we've been going through. Do you think I should go and do one? What would you say to them, James? I would say go and do it. It's a nice environment. 
you can explain your perceptive uh, perception of what's going on mm-hmm. and um there's no judgments you can you can hopefully inspire someone else to do the same or something similar Brilliant. find a purpose and go for it just help people Brilliant. James, I thank you for those wise words. And they will be there forever on the Lockdown Legacy podcast, The Community Speaks. Uh, (laughs) Real lives, real stories, and real people, what they've been through and what they're going through during these trying times of the lockdowns caused by COVID-19 and the pandemic. James, I thank you ever so much, hand on heart, and may you keep progressing, my friend. And may we meet very soon to get back on that stage and get you on that stage shining bright as the star that you are and thank you very much for the invite it's been very it's been very interesting and i can't wait to get back on stage it's been too long <laughs> it's been far too long james yeah. thank you ever so much take good care bye now bye again another wonderful podcast from james there about his time in the lockdowns and what he did. He volunteered, he bought books, he read and changed his own mindset. He became more caring and got rid of his ego. Fantastic hints and tips from James there and how he's been dealing with the lockdowns. This is the Lockdown Legacy podcast, all part of a project called The Community Speaks, in which we talk to people in and around Gainsborough, West Lindsay, Lincolnshire and the wider areas. If you'd like to get involved, it's easy. Just send me an email to ask at thelockdownlegacy.co.uk ask at thelockdownlegacy.co.uk and say I'd like to be interested in a podcast and come and talk to us. Join us next time when we'll be finding out who else has been through the lockdowns and how they looked after themselves during that time. This is the Lockdown Legacy Project, The Community Speaks. See you next time.